0: monster a creature with such horrific features a lady a bride and scary movie fan some nerds and their website present this woman and her man hello and welcome back to the bride of the creature podcast with me the creature joey g and joining me as always the cutest podcaster in the town the Bride. Nicole. Hello. You interrupted, I I'm didn't say you I'm Sorry, your name yet. I got excited. The cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? I'm okay. You're okay. Mm-hmm. You don't seem good.
1: No, I I don't know if we said I was pregnant or not on here. I don't remember, but you are. And I'm very sick from it.
0: Yeah. So that's too bad. But uh <laughs> uh you know, we wish you luck as we do all expectant expectant mothers.
1: Okay. <laughs> that helps.
0: Yeah. Um, So welcome to the show, everyone. This is our last episode for a couple months before we go on a brief summer hiatus as we are moving and dealing with some stuff. Specifically, moving. Yeah, that's it what makes we're it sound Yeah, really no, we're ominous. just moving house, and we yeah, I'm just moving that's house. That's all. We just don't have time to watch a movie and record a podcast
1: because we'll be packing up all this. Shit.
0: We're busy people,
1: so we'll be back in September. You expect
0: us to just drop everything and watch a movie and record an episode for you? You got a lot of nerve.
1: You're so loud. Oh, well,
0: you know. Anyway, this month... Uh, my ...episode was your pick.
1: And I picked one from my high school days that I really loved back then. The Gift from 2000, directed by... Sam, Sam Raimi. Raimi. I
0: didn't know Sam Raimi had made this movie. And now that we've seen it... Hey, I can see why I didn't know that. <laughs> this is a movie for Sam Raimi completionists.
1: I wouldn't say that... You're making it sound worse than you, you said last night.
0: I would say this is a very average movie.
1: Yeah, that's fair, actually. But
0: we'll, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. We'll discuss it. Let's start with the plot. So, well, actually, we start with the trailer, don't we? Yeah. All right, here's the trailer.
1: In a small southern left though. in the quiet heart of hatcher county it's about this time last year his daddy passed away he's still real messed up over it there are no strangers you're not that wilson that's a fortune teller are you i don't call myself that you think we'll live happily ever after
0: there are no secrets
1: what's mad you see something bad only thing more unusual than a disappearance we got to the end of the road in our investigation we looked under ever rock there's to look under is there anything you can tell us at all is that the only witness wasn't even there i can read for you I'm seeing a split rail fence
0: in a pond, I can sell flowers.
1: You learn to leave folks alone. Can you see what I'm thinking? Can you, can you see that in my the car? There's something bad wrong with me. If I go at the real danger begins if someone starts worrying that you're gonna have another one of your dreams. Kate Blanchett, Giovanni Ribisi, Keanu Reeves, Katie Holmes, with Academy Award nominee Greg Kinnear, and Academy Award winner Hilary Swank.
0: I got a warning today.
1: I think somebody's going to try and kill me.
0: I'm
1: messing with the devil's going to get you burned. The Gift from director Sam Raimi. And there you
0: have it, the trailer for The Gift.
1: I think the trailer makes it look really good.
0: Uh, So yeah, the trailer, no, not the trailer, the film, the movie, that we watched, The Gift, directed by Sam Raimi, written by Billy Bob Thornton and Tom Epperson. Yeah,
1: I didn't know Billy Bob Thornton was a writer.
0: Uh, He's written a couple movies and directed a couple as well, and it's based on his remembrances of his mother and the alleged psychic experiences of his mom. So the woman in the movie is based on his mom. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, before we get into it, as you pointed out to me, you said, Joey, this movie is about a psychic. You were just... So, I was like, hey, say no more. It's okay. I went into the movie going, I'm going to pretend that psychics are real, and that in the world of I this thought, movie, this is legit.
1: I thought you were going to hate this movie because of the psychic aspect. No,
0: I mean, look, vampires aren't real. I mean, the I mean, there how, were definitely... How
1: against it you are in real life, I thought...
0: My it's team. not that I'm against. The, I'm not against psychics. I'm. I mean, because they're not. They're not real. I'm against how people. And, and like, hey, look, this could have bothered me a lot. There's a lot of parts in this movie where I'm like, this person doesn't need a fucking psychic. This person needs a doctor
1: or the police.
0: Or the police. But, but. The, but again, I just said forget it for the purposes of this movie. This is real.
1: But also in like a small town, like, and for what was the set in the.
0: I got the impression that it was set contemporary. Like, I'm pretty sure this was just, like, in the year 2000. Like, it was set in contemporary Uh-oh. times. Like, it was obviously based on his recollections from when he was younger, but there was nothing in the movie that made me think that it wasn't modern. Although, I guess nobody had a... well, 2000, nobody had a cell phone anyway, so...
1: But I'm making the assumption that in a small town, that there was stigma around... Oh, yeah, this therapists. was also the
0: South. Like, this play. I'm not saying that... They, yeah, I agree. But that they're still bad. But for the purposes of this movie, yay this psychic. So that's Who's fine. Who's
1: played by Kate Blanchett. Who
0: is fantastic as always. In fact, everyone in this movie, with one or two very minor exceptions, is really, really good.
1: Yeah, this has a good cast.
0: This has a stacked cast. Kate Blanchett, Giovanni Ribisi, Keanu fucking Reeves, Katie Holmes, Greg Kinnear, Hilary Swank, uh, Gary Cole is in it. Um, J.K. Simmons is in it. Like, this is a cast and a half. And they got a really awesome director. This was the last movie he made before he went off to superhero jail for the rest of his career, basically. Oh, really? Well, after The Gift, he made three Spider-Man movies, Drag Me to Hell, and a Wizard of Oz movie that sucks. And Drag Me to
1: Hell is a good horror film. It was
0: good. And then his next movie is coming out next year, and it's another superhero movie. It's the second Doctor Strange movie. Right. So this... Was this was sort of like showing the look at me, I can make a studio picture because if you're looking for Sam Raimi shenanigans, they are almost non existent here. There's some cool stuff in a few visions she has that you can recognize that have that Sam Raimi feel to them. But they're very much in the background here.
1: Yeah, you were saying that yesterday as like a negative, but I kinda think it's like humbling for a director to check their
0: the things um, that make them interesting? No, but
1: not just that, but like just to make the movie how it is.
0: Yeah, you know, he was making a studio picture, clearly, but watching this, I was just kind of like... He didn't have like, any
1: ego attached to it.
0: Yeah, which is also why it was such a boring movie.
1: It was boring. I don't... <laughs> it's not a yeah, good movie. I... When I saw it in high school, I didn't think it was boring, which is funny, because normally, for me, movies switch. Like, normally, in high school, movies that were boring, I think are interesting now. This one was reversed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this movie is shallow as a puddle, but let's do the plot first, All and right. then we'll talk about the strengths and and weaknesses of the movie. Uh, it's a, It takes place in Georgia. It's about a widow named Annie, who is a psychic... Uh, it says that she has visions of her late grandmother. She has vision of her late grandmother. There is one scene in the entire movie where her grandmother shows up in a vision. And it made me think that there was going to be something more with that. It never comes up again even once. I
1: wonder if there were like deleted scenes or something. I don't know.
0: But the best thing about it was that the grandma was the woman who plays Aunt May in the Spider-Man movies that he would go on to make. Uh, so then, um, Jessica King, who is the played by Katie Holmes, which is the weak performance in the film, who is the promiscuous fiance of the local school principal Wayne Collins, played by Greg Kinnear, well, who I like.
1: Okay, she's weak because they didn't give her they anything give her, to
0: no. do. That and her her accent is not very good. She
1: but was she's better not the, than Wayne uh, Greg Kinnear. I
0: will say that as much as I like Greg Kinnear, his accent did come and go a bit more. Like. I literally didn't
1: even notice he had an accent until, like, one scene.
0: I thought Katie Holmes's accent was just, like, really over-the-top, but, like, she was an over-the-top kind of character. But, yeah, Greg Kinnears was very, like, it wasn't awful, but it was faint enough that it kind of, like, drifted in and out. It just wasn't as jarringly bad, whereas I found Katie Holmes was, like, it was, like, me doing the funny accent I kept doing last night. Like that's how she sounded like. She sounded like Drew Tarver playing up the Southern woman. On I don't think
1: the, it was that bad.
0: Oh, well, bless your heart. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, <clears throat> anyway, the premise of the movie is she disappears, and she gets a vision, and she's trying to help find the, the body. Uh, there's some other stuff going on. There's uh, one of her clients is Hilary Swank, who also it's in this movie Valerie. is fine.
1: She's got very bad hair. You know, I'm going to...
0: Hilary Swank is like a beloved actress who's won Oscars. I don't think I get Hilary Swank. I'm trying to think of a movie that I saw Hilary Swank in where I was like, damn, Hilary Swank, you're a good actress.
1: I never saw the one that... Boys Don't Cry? No, the boxing one she was Million Dollar in. Dollar Baby. I never saw that one, and that's the one that it's gave good. her a lot of credit.
0: That and I think Boys Don't Cry is the other one. Oh, okay. And she, I, uh, Billion Dollar Baby's fine, but yeah, I'm just like, I don't know that I really get Hilary Swank. She's okay. She's not bad. She's not in this movie very much. But, you know, she's this woman who gets beaten by her husband. Woman. And then, so it reveals, okay, her abusive husband, in marks, Keanu God. Reeves. And I'm just like, how the fuck am I supposed to buy Keanu Reeves as this horrible, southern, racist, awful, Wife-beater. wife-beating piece of shit? And you know what? My God, Keanu Reeves was so good in this movie that I was like, I can't believe how much I hate Keanu Reeves. He's, he's really good in this movie.
1: This was probably one of the first movies I ever saw Keanu Reeves in and yeah, he's totally believable and he's scary. Like yeah, he's fucking he scary in this movie as this threat he threatens um, her Annie and her kids and, yeah. her kids, and he's, like he's he's terrifying. Yeah.
0: Quite, a, I mean, frankly, a lot of the stuff with him and Annie, I was like, what? It's a little over the top how angry he is. But he is just, you know, a dumb southern redneck
1: asshole. But, but it's, he's also, uh, he kept calling her a witch. So I think there was like fear attached yeah. to it. And um, so when you're afraid of something, your anger at it comes out more.
0: True. I think that his like anger at her was his whole thing about witches and like, christianity and all that shit i think that was more his excuse of how that he was hiding behind when he was actually just not liking that she was telling hilary swank to leave him i think that was his actual problem because he was this insecure redneck and basically she pegs him perfectly and that's what he's so upset about so he says like oh you're a witch and i'm a god-fearing man all that and that's you know like all religious people He's just hiding behind his quote-unquote religious beliefs to mask his prejudices. When actually, he's mad at her for other reasons. But yeah. that's what I took from it. But anyway, he's really, really good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and there's also Giovanni Rabisi who's amazing in this movie. Uh, he's just a mentally ill guy he's that Annie. Buddy. Yeah, his name is Buddy. He, uh, she does psychic readings for him. Um, he has a bit of a sad um, subplot. Yeah, with,
1: it's heartbreaking, actually. Yeah,
0: but he's really, really good. Uh, ultimately. She helps the police to find the body of Katie Holmes. They find it in um, the pond on the property of Keanu Reeves' character. Keanu Donnie. Reeves gets arrested. Yeah. There's a really irritating trial courtroom. Sequence. It was
1: funny because what you said, like the thing that <laughs> so I thought guys. was going to bother you, about in this movie, the psychic part didn't bother <laughs> you. <sighs> but fine. like the courtroom <sighs> oh, God. scene bothered there you. Was so
0: much stuff in that courtroom scene. How she, she was like, a Come mom. Come on. Yeah, oh yeah, her I found mothering. her she was a lousy mother. That's yeah. the thing, like, ultimately... Okay, we'll just quickly get through the rest of the plot. She figures, after um, Keanu Reeves gets, her, gets put away and convicted, she goes, I don't think that he did it. She ends up trying to find the real person who did it. It ends up being Greg Kinnear. Uh,
1: the yeah.
0: fiancé. The fiancé. Uh, it's supposed to be a really big, exciting twist, but like I called it 45 minutes into
1: the movie. When I first saw it, I didn't get it at all. I just went along for but, the you ride. Know, yeah. Because you were... You were thirteen. I was probably you, sixteen. You, you, but... No, you weren't. This no way.
0: When did you see this?
1: In high school. I wasn't thirteen in high school. You
0: were okay, you were fourteen in two thousand one. When did you watch it?
1: Probably when I was fifteen or sixteen.
0: When we were dating?
1: Yeah. I had a sleepover at a friend's oh. and I watched it.
0: Okay, I was gonna I was being nice to you. You're just dumb.
1: I'm just
0: feeling <laughs> No, I, I as I said to you yesterday, Nicole, it has nothing to do with that. when we were sixteen we hadn't seen as many movies. Yeah. But I feel like if you've seen as many movies now, by 45 minutes in, you're like, yeah. They, they keep throwing little curveballs to try to make you think it might be this guy, it might be this guy. But the whole time I'm like, no, it's definitely Greg Kinnear. He definitely did it. And sure enough, yes. And then he goes out to the pond with her and then he's going to kill her because he's a dickhead. And then Donnie, not Donnie, um... Buddy shows up and saves her, and I was like, oh, you know what? I bet your Buddy's dead, and he's not really there, and he gives her this handkerchief that she'd given him earlier in the movie. And I'm like, watch this. At the end of the movie, the J.K. Simmons is going to tell her that Buddy's been dead all the whole time, and then she's going to pull up the handkerchief and look at it. And it was, like, beat for beat identical to what I said. I was so proud of myself. Yes,
1: you're very clever. Thank you.
0: Um, so, yeah, ultimately they figure out who it really was and blah, blah, blah. That's the plot. It's if you've ever seen a lifetime original movie about a psychic, it's this movie. It's yeah. the same movie. Like you've seen this movie before, I promise. Yeah,
1: her the dream sequences or her visions were really cool. They were great. And that's what I remember the most from this movie when I from when I was in high school and saw it. Like the there's a scene, um, where she's walking through the marsh and there's a fiddle player. <laughs>
0: you love that fiddle player. And
1: then <laughs> All of a sudden <laughs> You
0: were just like this fiddle player scared me so much.
1: It did, I had nightmares.
0: <laughs> I was just like, Oh man, he should jump up on a on a hickory stump and say, Boy, let me tell you what, and go into like it the devil's devil's It, Devil goes, it Georgia. goes from
1: him playing like a normal like fiddle, and then he like it's like all of a sudden he goes in fast forward motion, and it's all like creepy yeah, it's music really cool and it's and he's all twitchy. <laughs> and it's so, <laughs> so scary. I like love literally it. when I first saw that scene, my blood ran cold and I was terrified.
0: And honestly, her telling me that story like made me like this movie 10 times more than i already did because i was like that is the cutest thing i've ever heard i just love the idea of young nicole being like oh so scared by this little so player i'm like that's so cute and wonderful i love that that's a hundred it makes this movie 100 percent worth it i love it so um this is a weird movie sam raimi's a really good director and the, the parts that look like a sam raimi movie are cool but there's like three of them this is a really good cast really good this script is dog shit.
1: It, it was...
0: It was so cliche. A bit clunky. There was so many, like, things that were obviously just, like... They wrote a scene just, like... Okay, there's a scene where she confronts Gary Cole at the thing to tell him to reopen the case. Because oh, she yeah? doesn't think that the that Donnie did it. And so she's going to blackmail Gary Cole because she saw Gary Cole having sex with the victim on the night of the murder. So that's there for two reasons. One, to make you think maybe Gary Cole's the murderer. And two, I was like, oh, they're setting something up. And then the next scene goes on and they go on with the rest of the movie and they never mention Gary Cole or that subplot ever again. So many things get, like, teased and then abandoned. The plot of the movie involving the murder doesn't start until 45 minutes into the movie.
1: Yeah, it's a bit it's slow. It's
0: paced so weird. Like, I even said to you at 40 minutes, I'm like... And it sounded like I was making... Fun of it, but I wasn't. I was like, "Is there going to be a plot to this movie, or is it just about her life?" Because I was thinking, "Oh, maybe it's just going to be like an episodic thing of like her living day to day, raising children, being a psychic." But you're like, "No, it's a murder mystery." I'm like, "How is it a murder mystery? It's almost half over, and nothing's happened."
1: Yeah, I do remember it much different, and I I really did think I was going to love it as much as I did then because those parts have stuck with me for so long. But yeah, and like just her as a mom was she was really weak uh, and was, annoying. Yeah, it was frustrating. Um, the whole plot with Buddy, as upsetting as it was, was the most interesting part of it for me. Yep,
0: yeah. but um, yet again, it was another example of like her failing, and yeah. that the movie wants us the whole time. The movie is in love with her. The movie like worships. I mean, it's clear the author of the movie is writing about his mom. Yeah. So like the movie like is in love. It assumes that you're going to love. Kate character and I character. did when
1: I was young because I was like this, She's a strong, independent woman, <laughs> like, and then no, I'm like, she is and not. then everything she did in this movie, I'm like, that's a bad decision. That's yeah. a, why like, would you say that? You're a terrible mother. You're asking to get killed. What are
0: you doing? Like over and over again, I'm just, just like, kidding, you're you can't
1: a, ask to be killed. No, I know.
0: And I was like watching this and going over and over, and over, again, over and over again, being like, you're a bad mother. You're a bad psychic. You're a bad friend. You're not good at anything. Yeah. But the movie is just like, isn't she great? I'm like, no, yeah. she's not. She's. It's like. Yeah, Kate Blanchett's great, but Annie sucks.
1: It was also like in high school, it was at the time of my life where like I was really into Medium, that show with Patricia Arquette. <laughs> and I didn't, I don't know if I actually believed in it or not, but I really wanted to believe in psychics and mediums. Like it was just so fascinating to me. Like, oh, there's powers in your brain you can unlock. And, and it just was like exciting to me and as an adult, I'm like, well, that's not true. But <laughs> I can't
0: make fun of you because I used to sit for hours in my bedroom trying to use the force to like move a book.
1: I mean, who hasn't done that, right?
0: Yeah, but I was like 17. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but just like it was exciting to, it's also, also like living in ghosts. Yeah. is exciting, but they're not real. Um, so, I,
0: it's, I like how I was getting mad during the courtroom scene. You're like, you know this that it's not real, right? And I'm like, I know. Do you know? But oh, the, the courtroom scene was so frustrating to me.
1: Because they badgered the witness? There were so
0: many moments where I'm like, is any one of these fucking lawyers going to do some lawyering and be like, hey, relevance, your honor, he's badgering the witness. And like, I've watched, look, most of my knowledge of courtroom dramas comes from TV shows and movies, but I was just like, this is ridiculous. What is happening right now? But it was just like a bunch of really talented actors given some weak sauce material and like did the best they could with it. And it's, it's watchable.
1: And also, like, I don't know, I read. I don't read, but. You, she <laughs> no, can't. I was going to say. She never learned. I don't read a lot of true crime, but I listen to some true crime podcasts, and I know that when a woman dies, or they usually suspect the husband, or the fiance, or the boyfriend. That is your first go to. This movie, it obviously was him.
0: You well, know, that's what's funny, is that, like, all the evidence in the movie definitely did point to Keanu Reeves. Like,. There's a reason why he gets arrested. Not and they're like they try to set it up like the reason he gets put away is because of what um Cape Blanchett says. I'm like, well, no. They've they there found- was a witness saying that they saw her fighting with him on the night of the murder. They saw him hit her and put her into a car. He has claw marks on his skin that ma- and has her skin under his nails like they can prove to fit and the body was found in his pond. It's like regardless of the fucking psychic, yeah. all the evidence said it was him.
1: Yeah, that's
0: true. And, like, there's a little subplot where Keanu Reeves is like, I'm bringing shut up! And it's like... But he wasn't. He wasn't really being framed. No. Like, I guess Greg Kinnear could have... Like, he, they show the murder and it was kind of like a spur-of-the-moment thing and he hadn't really planned to kill her and all that. And like, So then he... Was his plan to drag her body out to Keanu Reeves's pond to frame Keanu Reeves? But, like, nobody would have ever found the body if not for the psychic. I mean, maybe eventually they would have found it when, like... The story of him hitting her had come out. But, like, nobody was even looking at Keanu Reeves for this at all. Because the only reason they came to the psychic in the first place was because they said, we've run up every lead we can. We've hit a dead end. We need help from the psychic. Right. And the weird thing was the person who brings them to the psychic was was fucking Greg Kinnear. He was the one who said we should go to the psychic. He told... Kitty Holmes' dad. So I'm like, wait, so the actual murderer said, let's go to the psychic and see if they can help. Yeah. What an idiot! Like, best case, he goes, well, she's not real. It's like, well, okay, but then why bother? Right. Like, you got away with it, bro. I
1: know. Uh,
0: it's like, because, I mean, I don't know. He's thinking, like, yeah, maybe they'll, then she'll lead them to the body, and they'll find out that it was Keanu Reeves. I'm like, yeah, but if the psychic is going to lead them to the body, wouldn't the psychic figure out that it was you, you asshole? <laughs> There's so many things where I'm like, if you think for half a second about almost anything that happens in this movie, it falls apart. Yeah. It like, I mean, look, again, great cast, great director, but it, this is a lifetime original movie in all but cast.
1: I do have to agree with you.
0: You have to. Thank you. I appreciate you agreeing with me. Now, again, this is one of those things where I sound like I've just shit on a movie for 20 minutes and then say it was actually not that bad, but <laughs> it was okay, like... If you haven't seen it and you like Sam Raimi, there's some scenes that are worth seeing and there's some good acting in this movie. It is slow,
1: though.
0: Yeah, it's worth watching only, if only, for Keanu Reeves. Like, he's really good.
1: He is really good, yeah. Like,
0: it's, I've only seen him as a bad guy in a couple of movies, and he's good every time, but I'm always surprised where I'm like, Keanu Reeves is like the most charismatic, likable dude ever. How can he be the bad guy?
1: He plays it really well. And Buddy
0: was, like, my favorite. G.M. on BBC was very good in this, too.
1: He's so good in everything. Yeah. Remember when he was in Friends?
0: <laughs> yes, I do <laughs> remember when he was in Friends. <laughs> so there it is. That was the movie. Um, <clears throat> Rotten Tomatoes, the film, has an approval rating of 57%. And I'm like, yeah. Also, the site's consensus states that the A-list cast can't prevent the movie from becoming a by-the-numbers whodunit with an ending that's all but unsatisfactory. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's about right. But, and then, you know, I'm going to just pile on this guy for a minute. Roger Ebert, who I almost never like reading Roger Ebert reviews. I know he's like the world famous critic, but he was a fucking asshole. <laughs> he gave it three out of four and called it ingenious in its plotting. <laughs> what are you talking about? The plotting in this movie sucked. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, Giovanni Ribisi was nominated for an Independent Spirited Award for that movie. That's nice. Yeah. Wow, it was nominated for Best Writing in a Saturn What is the Saturn Award?
1: Yeah, what Awards? is even a Saturn Award? It's reward? the Academy
0: Award. of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films. You know, I love horror films, science fiction films, and fantasy films, but that's not super high praise. Anyway, harsh. that was The Gift. Do you have anything else to say about The Gift? No. 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 No.
1: <laughs> it was okay.
0: <laughs> it was okay. So, it was yeah. fun
1: to revisit something I remembered very fondly. Yeah. But now I don't remember it as fondly.
0: (laughs) So there will be no episode in July.
1: Or August. Are you sure? I'm sure.
0: Okay, there will be an episode, I guess, in September then. Yes. Um, I should probably pick a movie for it, though.
1: Yeah, you should.
0: I didn't think of that beforehand. Okay, we'll be right back. We're back. (laughs) Uh, So our next episode will be in September. And it will be... Silver Bullet from 1985, based on the Stephen King novella Cycle of the Werewolf, starring Corey Haim, Gary Busey, Everett McGill, Megan Follows, Terry O'Quinn, Lawrence Tierney, Bill Smeatridge, really Kent Broadhurst, it, eh? David Hart, James Gammon, and the rest of the not ready for primetime players. I was doing a Saturday Night Live thing.
1: I see that. Yeah,
0: right? Directed by Dan Atias, written by Stephen King.
1: Cool. Yeah. I love Stephen King. Me too. good.
0: So that's what we're going to watch, and we will be back in September. But until then, until then, I want all of you at home to listen very carefully. Lean in.
1: We're going to do an ASMR ending for the podcast. Until next time. I'm not doing this with you if you do it like that. I'm going to just walk away. (laughs) Stop that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you do it. You have to finish the show. Uh, I don't know, know what you say. you <laughs> have done a hundred and some of these.
1: I'm uh, the bride and the call. No, you
0: missed the until. <laughs> until next time, I am the creature Joey G.
1: And I'm the bride and <laughs> call.
0: You fucking didn't say
1: it. I am now.
0: <laughs> you all stay skinny now.
1: Kissy kissy.
0: He <laughs> you know, was the angriest kissy kissy I've ever heard. <laughs> Love you. <laughs>